Hello everyone, how you doing? I'm Josh Love Talk. And I'm Tinaka. You are welcome to Rant and Talks Podcast. You are welcome to the Rants and Talks podcast. How is everybody doing? Today, we're talking about getting married for the right reasons. So yes. last week, if you, if you tuned in last week, somebody asked a question about, do people get married for love or do, do people get married out of pressure? And we did touch on that topic very briefly because we're just doing dilemmas and questions last week. So today, we're just going to dive deeper into the whole getting married situation. So the question is, are you getting married for the right reason and where I would like to start and the question I have for you Tins mm-hmm. is should you get married just for love should you get married just because you love somebody is that what you should get married for no <laughs> <laughs> yeah my answer is no I was gonna try and like see both sides but my answer is actually no I feel like yeah you can love someone but you can love the wrong person so love mm. alone is not gonna make me marry someone. You need to bring more to the table than just love. You can love a toxic person. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So yeah, no, the answer is no. What else would you bring to the table? I want you to have certain attributes. You need to be caring. You need to be, you need to be, You. I'm, I'm gonna think of something here. You need to have good communication. You need to look after me. You need to be, financially stable to at least a certain degree there's other things i'm gonna want you to bring to the table and i want i expect myself to bring to the table as well hmm. like i wouldn't expect someone to just marry me because they love me like love is not enough <laughs> i'm so sorry yeah. like it's yeah. a big part of it for me obviously if i don't love someone i'm not even gonna consider marry them but that's not enough like that's gonna that's not if that was the case i think a lot of us would be married a long time ago if love was enough which brings about the question though what is love how would you describe love? So how would I, I'm going to first say unconditional. Like, I feel like, you know, I wanted to say love knows no boundaries, but no, I'm not going to say that because love knows no boundaries and you should have boundaries. I'm just going to say it's unconditional. I feel like you need to be selfless. Like there's certain stuff that comes with love. I feel like people throw that word around so loosely. Mm. But yeah, love is selfless. I need to it's more than a word in it i feel like if i love you i will literally ride with you in it to the end exactly. i'm not gonna ride so, with that so, so based on that definition you, if you're gonna ride with somebody why wouldn't you marry for that just going by your definition can i change my definition number <laughs> no but man uh you know what the thing is you know it's, it makes sense but you see me like if you've loved in it, when you're in, lo- when you love someone, you're there, you're riding with them, but you still have to think t- to yourself, like, is this a lot? Like, do you see yourself with this person? This is a forever thing. Yeah. Are you willing to make that commitment? Just because you love someone, don't mean they love you. Number one. Number two, I can love you, but you're like, it doesn't mean like I want to marry you. Like, that's why I feel like loads of people stay in situations for very long that they don't need to be. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? based on love that's why i'm gonna be like yeah but it's not enough i can love you but i don't see myself marrying you like it's the truth but i don't know you know i i do agree with you obviously being married i completely i agree with you 100 because i always say that because you love somebody doesn't mean you can live with them you can love somebody but when you live together it's just disaster it's like hell um so there's definitely more you should consider than love i think you should marry people should marry for love and that's what should definitely grant that access into marriage you have to love the person otherwise what's the point um at the same time i think you should marry for practicality and when i say practicality i'm not just talking about in the financial sense i'm talking about also just working together marry somebody that you know you can work with because for example if you fall in love with a lazy person <laughs> Like both of you are in love with each other. You love each other in the, however it is you want to define love. You love each other. The feelings are there. It's true. He's a good person. You're a good person. You love each other genuinely. But this person is lazy. You will find that after you get married, that character is going to suppress love. You would not be able to express that love. That love would not shine because there are other things that are just going to be covering it up. 
And that's, that's when married people say, do not get married just for love or love is not enough to make marriage mm-hmm. work. That's the kind of thing they mean because certain characters can destroy love. You can love somebody, but it's addicted to Coke or it's addicted to drugs. It doesn't matter how much you love them. After a while, you're going to get tired when they mm-hmm. stumbling up and just doing madness or they start being abusive. It doesn't matter the love that you had or that butterfly you had before you got married. All of that is just past tense. You know what I mean? So that's why I think like love is not enough. You definitely have to look into practicality and practicality financially, which is a big one. We've said on here before, finance is the biggest reason for divorce. Both of you have to be in a good shape financially. So before you, before you get into marriage, financially, definitely. Um, character as well. You have to get to know the person's character. Like the character has to be on point. It has to be something that complement. Um, you have to complement each other and making that kind of thing work. I also think like an aspect that we don't really talk about. Actually, I'll talk about two things. First of all, is spirituality. To be married for a long time, you have to be grounded in something. Like because marriage can be so tough sometimes, and marriage can shake you. Like regardless how strong you think you are. If you're not grounded spiritually, you're going to fall off. You have to be grounded in something. And it has to be something both of you believe in. I always say there has to be compatibility when it comes to like religious matter. And the other thing is family. Did you see, I don't know if you saw that video going around where this woman didn't allow her, her daughter-in-law for her present. And she was just flipping. Like she was like, I'm not accepting it. I don't want my son to go like my, this is my son. Like you're taking my son away from me. <laughs> That's family. I think family is key. Like, because some people get married or they're looking to marry somebody and they think, Oh, you know what? I'm just in love with this one person and it's all good. Mm-hmm. You're not, if you're getting married to someone, you're not marrying just one person. You're marrying their whole family. Like you have to, it's important for your own sanity, even to be on good terms with that family, or at least be civil, even if it's not like we must see each other and laugh ha 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 every day, mm-hmm. but at least you can be in the same room and hell doesn't break loose. And I think that is so, it's something that's underrated and people don't really think about. People think at the end of the day, I marry my person. Um, it's for them to sort out. If I don't get along, well, I'm going to be in my husband's house or I'm going to be in my wife's right. house. That's their problem. Bro, if, you're, if, you're, if your partner's family are not good with you, recipe for disaster, I'm telling you. That would be, an, I'm not going to lie, that's a red flag for me anyway. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't want to be feeling, I'm a person, I feel awkward already. So yeah. if you're going to make me feel uncomfortable or awkward anyway, I'm not trying to put up with that for life. Do you know what I mean? That's going to cause a rift in my marriage before my marriage even is begun. Do you know what I mean? I'm rather not, I wouldn't, I'm not here for that anyway. Not but even. What, as, what would you do though? You love somebody. Let's say, God forbid, but you're man now. Obviously, you guys are on good terms. Everything's all good. And then he loves you and you love him. Everything is all good with both of you. Then you find you found out that his mom is not feeling you. What would you do? It's, it would be such a big thing for me, you know. I would be, I'd be, that would be such a hindrance for me. Like, I don't like to feel uncomfortable and I don't want to... Especially some, I feel like boys, especially, they're really close with their mums. Mm. I'm not trying to be, I feel like that's why some mums are not really accepting. They see that as their, as their, their son, they love their boys. And yeah. I'm not trying to, I, I don't want to be like, I'm going to end the relationship, but it's going to be a big, big obstacle for me. Like, I don't like to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's like, if I know that I haven't done anything for your mum to dislike me, I'm not really willing to put up with it i'm not even gonna lie yeah. that would be a really big thing for me i'm not even gonna sit here and pretend like no i'll just deal with it no i won't just deal with it because why should i why should i be in a relationship with you where your mom's gonna make me feel uncomfortable every time i come there like when i bring your grandchildren her grandchildren around in the future i like to think about the bigger picture and not just right now yeah. like you said this is just boyfriend and girlfriend i don't have to see all the time marriage children and stuff it's going to become a bigger thing and i'm not trying to feel awkward like, i do feel like so- is that enough to break off a relationship would you say? It depends on what it depends on what level of it is. Like you said, you don't have to like me, but we can coexist and be civil. Yeah. But some people make you feel so uncomfortable 
to extent that like, you don't want to go there at all. And yeah. it makes you feel that uncomfortable. And I would like my partner, especially if you're going to marry me, like it says that you should, you and your wife, your wife should come first at the end of the day. And I yeah. expect you, and I'm not even trying to be like, you need to choose. I expect you to pattern your mum. I'm not even going to lie. Especially if I haven't done anything to warrant it. If I've done something, it's understandable. If your mum just literally don't like me because she doesn't want, she don't think I'm good for you, but you think I'm good for you. And stuff, I expect you to speak to your mum. I don't want her to be disrespecting me. That's what I said. Like you said, if we're just going to be civil, you don't have to love me. Yeah. Who am I to say you love me? But if you make me disrespect me or make me feel uncomfortable, I'm not going to ever disrespect someone's mum. That's not mm. how I grew up. But I will not put myself in that situation to be disrespected either. So it, it, prop, it, can, it could be enough for me to break out of you. Yes, is the simple answer. Can't live a lie. Fair enough. Would you... So if... If, if let's say, your mum didn't like mm. the guy, right would you and like it's like no she's like st- putting her foot down saying no you cannot marry this person and mm-hmm. you feel like your reason is not valid mm-hmm. Her, your mom's reason is not valid yeah. would you just still go ahead with the with the marriage anyways would you say nah mom you have your opinion you've lived your life this is my life i'm gonna take charge this is the man i love i don't see you don't have any valid reason um for your for your for not agreeing to this and i'm just going to go ahead and do it or would you like mm. try to resolve it and see if there is a way obviously you would but let's say there's no way let's say your mom is adamant like no you cannot marry this guy would you still mm. go ahead and do it Ooh. at the end of the day my mom is my mom but i'm a grown-ass adult and i'm the person that's going to be with this person forever <laughs> So I made a decision, but saying that, yeah, and all my friends will say that, my mum is such an open person. For my mum to say she is adamant, yeah, mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reevaluate 100%. I'm not going to rule it out. I'm not going to break out of you, but yeah. I'm going to try and understand where she's coming from. Because my mum will never say something loosely. Like She will never just come out with these kind of anything negative. And where she's... That was... Oh. I'm not going to say I wouldn't break it up because it's like, I love you. Yeah. However, it's not something I'm going to ignore completely. I'm not going to be like, oh, my mum is not the one marrying you. The final decision will lie with me, but my mum mm-hmm. is going to, I'm going to hear her out completely. Yeah. Because she wouldn't say that loosely. That makes sense. But yeah. No, true life story. Yeah. This, this is something that happened to someone I know. So she, she's Hindu and mm-hmm. she was dating this guy who's Muslim. I want to believe she's Hindu. I could, I could be wrong. But anyways, she was from a part of India where they don't like Muslim guys. Like, they test Muslim guys. Like, it's a no-no. And so she had been seeing this guy for years. Like, two, three years. Her parents didn't know about it. They didn't think... When they, I mean, they've met the guy, but they think he's just one of her friends. Like, they didn't think anything was happening. She would sneak out the house to go and see him. She lived outside London, so she would come to London. He lives in London, so they would see each other. Da, 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 da. And it went on for, for years. And it got to the point where she was going to marry the guy. The guy was asking for marriage. And she couldn't, she was so scared, she didn't mention it to her parents. She got married. She got married, wow. she got married behind her parents' back. Her parents didn't know. It's because her intention is like, okay, if we marry, then there's nothing they can do exactly exactly you know let me commit the sin and ask for forgiveness later type of situation so she she got married um she got married to the guy and then obviously they didn't live together so she was still living at home she converted to muslim because she wasn't muslim she converted to muslim for the guy because she her thing was this is the person i'm i know in my heart of heart this is the love of my life like yeah. this guy would do anything for me. This guy has been there for me. Like when I was depressed, I've been there for him when he was depressed. And you know, mm. this is the, this is the person she was convinced and nothing or no one could tell her otherwise. She was convinced. And even when she was telling me the story, I was like, cause she called me randomly. Like, like Josh, you know what? I was like, what? I'm married. I was like, what? Like, did you tell your parents? She was like, no, nah, I didn't. I was like, are you mad? Why couldn't you wait? She was like, whatever like he had to be done she did it small ceremony her parents didn't know so she was married for i think over a year or even almost two years her parents didn't know obviously they were not living together and she told her parents they kicked her out they kicked her out of the house like 
she told her parents, like, you know, he's a good person. What does it matter that he's Muslim? Which is, that's, that's a situation where, of course, that is valid to the parents based on tradition. But in the grand scheme of things, that is that that's not valid. Yeah. What does it matter if it's if it's from a different religion, if he believes in something different? As long as we get along and as long as, you know, but they had this whole stereotype or oh, his Muslim is gonna use you, da, 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 da. they had all the stereotypes in their head. So yeah, they kicked her out. They kicked her out of the house. She she had to leave. Obviously, she had to go stay with the guy and his parents and whatnot. And she she went into depression um for a bit she had to leave work and stuff um but yeah it, it, it was mad but that's so sad that, that is, it's crazy like that is probably the i don't know if it's a it's, if, it's almost like a fairy tale story because they're all good now because she's she's had a baby and the beautiful thing about children children bring everybody children together, bring everyone together. Yeah. so she has she had a baby and obviously she, she now takes the baby home to see the parents to see her parents and i think they're all good now and it's just such a beautiful, every time I think about that story, I just think, you know what, that is sometimes, you know, love can just make things happen. When you feel so strong and convinced about someone, yeah. you know, you can make things work. Of course, you're going to go through the adversity. And I don't think most people probably wouldn't do that. Like, I don't think I could ever get married behind my parents back, regardless <laughs> how, much, <laughs> how much I believe in love or how much I love the person. I couldn't get married behind my parents back. You know, worst case scenario, I think, I would let them know I'm getting married, even if I would do it without their consent. You know, yeah. I would I would let them give them the heads up. This is happening. Yeah. If you choose not to be there, that's your time. But wow. I'm gonna get married. But I think it's just such I an rate, nah. Sorry, but I really rate her. Like that's what you call knowing what you want and going for it. And no one Bro. is standing in your way, no obstacles. At the end of the day, like we said, our parents can have a say, but you are the person if she if she hadn't uh, not got with, uh, married him because of her parents she might be regretting it in like five exactly. years down the line this is what i'm saying this is how you start living with regret exactly exactly you know and then I mean? you end up with someone and you're just not 100 percent exactly. there you're still thinking what if and then you'll what be if? blaming your parents this exactly. is why parents what if? Blamed. What if? so yeah i think it, it, it it's such a it's such a big thing and i always i always say like for guys that's why it's so important not to be like mommy's boy type situation like you need to be a man man and just yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. get out from under that that claw of oh mommy's boy my mom is still doing everything for me my mom is still like cooking for me cleaning and bro that's, like, such, a, that's such a red flag for bro, me. bro mommy's boy that's is no good flag. to it nobody makes me cringe. like it's no good to nobody because that's why then that's why your mom start competing with your wife and say who's that's what first, I mean. who you should who, who you should love more it's like, that's a what? scary situation to be in you know that shit scares me you know having to compete with your like what is that I don't want to be competing with your mom like, and your wife. Different lane, exactly. That's Everyone's different I mean. lane. The lane of a wife is different from a lane of a mother. Like this is why, like you have to. It's it's up to them. This is what I'm saying. It's up to them to set the boundaries, though. Hundred percent. At the end of the day, like it's up to you. That, that's why I'm saying, will I marry you? No, I won't, because you should be not that like, saying you should pat in your mom in a disrespectful way, but like let her know her position. But then again, if you've been relying on your mom all the time, like you said, if you're not being a man, your mum's still washing your clothes, she's still doing all of this, you put her in that position, do you know what I mean? So mm. when someone else now comes in and does it for you, she's like, she's going to be upset because she used, she loves doing those things for you. Yeah. No, not around here, boy. <laughs> so sorry. What's your take on parents coming to stay over? Let, so let's say, like, maybe your, or your parent live here, your mum lives here. Yeah. Let's say, like, your your partner's parent lives, lived in Nigeria, for example. Mm-hmm. It's Nigerian, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's say they lived in Nigeria, for example, and obviously they want to come over to stay for a couple of months. The Nigerian thing to do, depending on how yeah. it, you know, is to stay at the guy's house, like right? the mm-hmm. son's house. My mom would do that. My mom does that, you know, we do that. My mom does that. Yeah. Like What's your take on in-laws staying in your house for a certain amount of time? Do you think there should be a limit? Do you think it is what it is at the end of the day that's their child is my mother-in-law like we're, we're good it doesn't matter my mother-in-law should be like my mom anyways so what, what's your take you know what my, your, my mother-in-law should be like my mom yeah but my mom won't be staying for me my mom will not be staying with me for long periods of time but that's because your mom lives here but even that like, i can't be around, like you know what the thing is i want to be like yeah there's no limit but then i feel like it's gonna <laughs> I'll, I'll be lying. 
but I'm not gonna I'm not I'm I'm not gonna give them a time limit. I'm gonna deal with it regardless. However long they wanna stay, they're gonna stay. But in my ideal world, will you be staying like months? No. No. Not multiple months. Like <laughs> two months might be my li- my li- my limit. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like just because we need our own space, but I'm not gonna say. Like I said. If I see you like my mum and stuff, I love being in my mum's company and stuff. I would want you there. And for the, especially if we've got children for, and you live in another country, I'd want my children to be bonding with you. Do you get what yeah. I mean? Because you're going to go back. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it need, it's going to be a very long-term thing because I, I think I'll get irritated. I don't know why. It depends what kind of, it depends. It depends. Because some grandparents, some mother-in-laws are too much. They're too intense. They start thinking they run your house. They start doing too much in it. So I don't know. It depends what kind of person you are, in it. That's yeah. what I was saying. In my case, my mom lives in Nigeria, obviously. And yeah. when my mom visits, she visits for like three months. And she spent most of the time at, at my house. So the, my sister also lives here. So she shuttles between yeah, yeah. my sister's house. thing. And I think... And this is part of where you need certain skills to be married because these yeah. are things you might have to deal with. Because my wife wouldn't say to me, well, babe, your mom can't stay for more than one month. Even yeah. I would be like, wait, pattern yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Um, you know, and this is where you need people's skills. Like, mm-hmm. And this is why you can't just be in your mind thinking, well, I'm marrying my own person. So it's yes. both of us. Like, mm-hmm. and nobody else, it doesn't matter. Like, my brother, sometimes, like, he lives in Nigeria, maybe he wants to come to the UK, wants to do a quick business trip and say, oh, Josh, I'll be, I'll be, in, I'll be in Kent for um, five days. We're going to, I'm just going to crash at yours for a bit. I'm not going to say, bro, no, go get a hotel. Mm-hmm. Come through, you know, and yeah. that, that's part of what you need to do. And this is why this people's skills of having to deal with the family as a whole is key you know it's 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 important and yes of course nobody likes people being in their space you would always feel that this is my space like you can't do what you're used to <laughs> but this is part of the compromise and part of the things you have to take on board yeah. when you're married it all comes with a package it's not forever so and what you don't want to do in those times is act like well this is my space and try to be all territorial and you know not let her be herself like yeah. she's going to the kitchen and said, no, you can't wash the plate like that. No, you can't. No, this is where we oh put everything. No, if you start doing that, you are going to cause a war because then you're going to start making your partner choose between you and their parent. Yeah. And nobody wants to make that choice. Like that is no cool choice to make. You want everybody to be in their space. Of course, if there's like disrespect coming up, he would, someone would have to stand up. Whoever's mommy yeah. is or whoever's parent is has to stand up yeah. and say, you know what? Like, can you handle this better or do this better? Do this better. Um, of course, all that said, the parents should also be wise and know that let me not overstay my welcome. Let yes, me also exactly. adjust, you know, mm-hmm. to the way things are being mm-hmm. done here. Like, like if you see that, you know, the 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 person, the way they do the things in their household is different to yours, pattern yourself and just do things to suit them, not like, all right, cool, I, this is how I do my house, bro. This is not your house. <laughs> Exactly. And that's what you said is so true. Like some, this is what I'm saying. Some mums will come in and see what's going on and just adjust. Other mums will be like, no, this is my son's house. And it's like, no, babes, I'm the woman of my man's house, (laughs) but I'm not going to ever say it to you. This is what I'm saying. I'll just be feeling awkward. But this is why it comes down to who are you marrying though? Because Mm. some people are introverts and they do not like to be around other people for a long time, for a long time. Like me, even though I'm saying I wouldn't like it, I would still compromise and make it happen. I'm not going to be like, no, your mum can't stay there. Because if you tell me my mum can't stay like you said, I'll be like, what? But I would rather not for a long period of time. But some people can't actually deal with it. They'll start having... Compl- you see, they'll be arguing with the husband upstairs. When is your mom going? I can't be around. Do you know what I mean? That starts causing issues. So yeah, you do need to know the kind of person you're marrying, though, yeah. and you need to know whether they are gonna. Some people you can see the traits early, like they don't like to be around family. They're always like, no, I don't want people around me. You can you can see some of them from early, like. And this some is people why, like that. This is why I think culture is important mm-hmm. because that kind of thing. I don't know about other African countries, but it's a common thing in yeah. Nigerian culture. Like, it's not abnormal for your parents to come and stay at yours. If, obviously, if, 
like my mother-in-law wouldn't come and stay here because she lives like 20 minutes down the road. She's going yeah. to the house. So she wouldn't just go, oh yeah, I want to come and sleep over now. But if your parents live in Nigeria, live abroad. That's understandable, yeah. You know, you're not going to go put them up in an hotel. I mean, if you can afford it, great. But even even if you can afford it, it's a no, bit. No, if my, if my, if my family getting... members come in from abroad, I would like them to be in my house. That's, exactly. I think that's disrespectful. Like, exactly. you you're like, yeah. letting them waste their money when you have yeah. a house there. Exactly, exactly. That's not, that's just disrespectful, isn't it? Yeah. So. Yeah, so I think yeah, those kind of things is, when, when it comes to marriage, those are the little curveballs you might have to deal yeah. with. And once again, I was talking about culture. This, it's important to understand the person you're marrying's culture. And that's another thing. Before getting married, don't be like, well, I'm just going to do my thing. Like, take interest in your partner's culture. Yes. If they're from different cultures, if both of you are from different backgrounds, like, mm-hmm. take interest in how things are done in their culture. Like, so you're not really hit by surprise when after you get married because if that is if that's his or our culture that's the way they've always done things and exactly. when you get married it would get exposed in a greater deal and if you're not prepared for that you just be shocked and things like that lead to arguments you know and the, the idea is to as much as you can try to restrict things that would cause you arguments of course arguments will always happen but as best as you can limit, yeah exactly mm-hmm. try, try to limit it and this is why i think when you're courting before marriage more times especially in this day and age we are focused on good times we focus on vibes and chemistry and that's all well and good that's needed but those kind of things are not going to serve you forever in marriage you know what i mean what's going to serve you forever is getting to know the person you're marrying like you said get to know the personality, get to know this person's character. Those are the things that's going to make marriage long lasting. If you're focused on the good times and how much um, they can spend on you on a date, how much they can, you know, you yeah. know, how, how trendy they are, the vibes and the chemistry and how much dates you can go on and how much holidays you can have in a year. Yeah. That's all well and good. So right. But yeah. if you get married and the marriage is proper toxic, you just go on holiday and both of you are just screwing each other on the plane. Listen, I see that. You see, sometimes you go on holiday and you see some couple, they're not even speaking. I don't know. You're just like, I know some people, you, I, you should be able to be with someone that you could be quiet with, but you know, some people, they don't even talk at all. You're like, no, this can, uh, please, no, I'm not going to say this can never be me. I'm going to say, God, please don't let that ever be my portion because when I see some people, they look so upset to be with each other and it's like they're just in the marriage because they're like, this is, that's their last chance I love anyway. They're just going to stay in there. But I want to be happy. Like, I want to be traveling for like, this is what I'm saying. Like, I'm in no rush to get married. Like, I want to make sure you are the person I want to be with forever. Like, forever is a scary thing, you know. It is scary. Forever is long. Like, it's a huge commitment and it's not something I'm ever going to take lightly. Back in the day, I feel like five years ago, I would have took it lightly. Hmm. At this age, knowing the way I love myself more now and stuff, like, I will not be making that decision just for the ring or just for the wedding boy. We, <laughs> I need to know. Like, I'm scared. That, that's, just, that's, some, that's some scary stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, forever, forever, is, forever is long. Like, yeah. I mean, I've been in it for over five years. And even I think this is long. <laughs> forever yeah. is still to go. Like, when I hear people's been married, people have been married for like 20-something years, 30-something years. I'm like, what do you do at that point? When you've been, yeah. when you've been together for like, 30 something years, like what do you do at that point? Do you just stare at each other and you just know what each other are thinking like straight away? Like this what, what do I mean. you do after 30 something years? And what's mad is you talk to these people 30 something years and they still have it, they're still having arguments. They're still arguing, they're still trying to find out each other. Because it's still changing, isn't it? Exactly. Human beings are forever changing. Yeah. And you keep having to, you have to keep rediscovering the person you're with. There's not like it's not one magical thing like, oh, I'm, I know you when we're courting, so therefore, yeah, that's it. You know, I just think all relationship does for you is just to allow you to say, all right, cool, this is the person I want to get married to. After that point, you're starting all over again. Or maybe it's not starting new, entirely over again, but... It's a new thing. Oh, that's yeah, scary. It's, it's Do you know how scary... When you say that, it's so scary, you know? It's a new phase. It's, I always describe it as like you're getting a promotion at work. You know, mm-hmm. if you're getting promoted at work, you would, you, yes, you have a knowledge that got you promoted, but in that new role, you now need new skills yeah. to be able to do that properly. So you need everything you had before and more and lots more to be able to survive in the marriage. So your wedding is almost like your promotion party. <laughs> 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 that makes sense to me. Like, like, that's a good, yeah. 
as that an electric because yeah it's it's a new it's a new game from when you get married it's a new game trust me like this is something i noticed when people get married right before they get married they're posting up each other love 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 cool 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 butterflies great they get married few months after marriage they, po- they post each other post each other few months after marriage let's say maybe about six seven months a year you realize that posting each other reduces a great deal <laughs> Trust me, posting each other on social media reduces a great deal. And I always think like, it's because now you're starting to see the real deal. I told you, you know, like I went to a wedding and, and, and one of my uncles said to me like, you don't know nobody until you're living in the same house with them. Like until both of you are living together under the same roof. Like you have no clue who you're marrying. All the all the love, love, love and butterflies and the, the vibes and the chemistry and this is the best human being in the world that got you to say yes. And don't get me wrong, that probably will still be there. But it's when you get married to them, that's when you know what the real deal is. And unfortunately, a lot of people are only working hard to get through the door to say I'm yeah. married. Mm-hmm. They're not working to make marriage last. So people are doing the best they can in the relationship phase just to get the ring. And when they get to that destination, which is marriage, they're thinking, yeah, cool, we're married now. My job is done. Let me put my feet up. Yeah. I'm all good now. But the marriage just hits you with a shock that you realize that this is where your work has just started. But you know what? So you see, is this why there's so many people divorcing then? Imagine you, you don't, they say you don't really know someone till you live with them, till you're married to them. So you have a decision when the true colors come out, some people are going to fight with you because they've made that commitment for forever. And some people are going to be like, nah, I did not sign up for this year. I'm going to fight through because it's like, if you're making that commitment forever, I do feel like you should put every single, all the work in for it. But some people are going to be like, no, this is not what I signed up for though. Like, this is not who I knew. You know, you hear so many people say, ah, um, you're not the person, you're not the person, person I'm married. Dating. You're yeah. not the person I married. And then yeah. it's like you're in a reality, but some people are not going to fight through those hard time. They're just going to be like, nah, I did not want this. And that's why so many people are divorcing, which is a scary thing though. I do feel like more people need to fight through it. But like you said, they only think about the luxury. Oh, this is just a fairy tale. I can be married, be one of the um, friends in my group that's got married. They're not, I don't feel like people, that's why it comes down to what we're saying. And not everyone's marrying for the right reasons yeah. and they're not thinking long-term. And the 100%. journey they're thinking about right now. I saw something today that I thought was quite profound. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to relate it to marriage because that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes people get married to the flowers and not to the roots. And the problem is when autumn comes and winter comes and the leaves fall off, they don't know what to do. Yeah. That makes sense. I love that. Yeah. I, I was reading it today. I thought that was such a dope, that's such a dope thing. Um, and I think that is the issue of marriage. People get married for the fancy stuff or this person can give me the lifestyle I want. Yeah. You must be married to, oh my God, you know, I, I'm having such a great time because we're going on all these fancy holidays. I'm, I'm getting these LV bags or this woman is giving me the best sex of my life and look at the way a bum looks and yeah, <laughs> she's a baddie, you know? And all those things are tripping you and you like, cool, you're overwhelmed by emotions. You think it's true love. And then you, and what most people do once they have that fit, that overwhelming feeling is, oh yeah, the next thing to do is get married, you know? And then you go get married, not realizing all you've just been doing is just looking at the flowers. And then when the, the, the season comes where those leaves fall off, where those, mm-hmm. that big bomb doesn't really mean anything to you anymore. You know, those LV bags are just sitting collecting dust. There's nothing else. To, you don't know what else to do. That's when you say, oh yeah, this person doesn't have substance. This person doesn't like talking. You know, I don't even want to talk to this person anymore because every time they respond to me, they annoy me. But you don't understand that if you're dating the roots, you understand that all those things are seasonal. It's just a phase that you're going through. You just need to ride that phase out. And that phase is actually meant to strengthen, strengthen you. Because my wife and I, we, we've been through, we went through a phase where it was arguments in like, not necessarily shouting and stuff, but it's just constant argument. And then we just don't talk to each other. It was, it was bad. Like it was bad, almost like we had to like sit each other down and say, bro, do you want this to work? 
it, it got to that point. And, and at this point, we're talking like three years in. There's not even like, obviously, only five years. Like, we have to have that conversation. Like, do you want this to work? Yeah. Because if you want this to work, this cannot be it. And we both had to have that, like, honest conversation. And then both of us started, like, consciously and intentionally yeah. doing stuff to make it work. And that's what marriage is. Now, somebody else could have been like, this is not what I signed up for. I'm out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and I'm not, I'm in no way, shape or form, am I saying like my marriage is perfect with like still a work in progress. And I'm not ashamed to say that at all. Like mm-hmm. I'm working hard. We're both working hard to make our marriage the best it can be. And the improvements are there. But I'm saying this just for somebody that might be listening and thinking that, oh, I'm, I'm going through a bad time. Like most of the things when it comes to marriage is seasonal. Like apart from obviously abuse and things like yeah. that. Most of, most of things are in seasons. You're going to go through your winter season, which is your dark period, where it looks like everything is, is falling apart. This is not the person. It's not looking nice. Both of you are not talking. The chemistry is gone. It looks like everything has disappeared. But if you can just stick to it and try to be a team through that, you will get through that and your marriage will get better for it. The people that last like years, everybody has a story. Until you sit down with married people and they tell you what they go through, you'll be like, well, I mean... I've got like married friends and when I'm talking to the guy and they share like, cause we'll, that's what married people do. Like, cause we all go through the same thing in different times, but we all go through the same thing. We're sharing each other's story. I'm thinking like raw. I was looking like you, like you had it all perfect. You had it all good. The truth is everybody goes through it. Don't be fooled by what you see on social media. And even that even goes down to relationship as well. Don't be fooled by what you see on social yeah. media. Don't let social media dictate what your what is ideal what your level of what is a great relationship all those people you see posting photos up and looking like couple of the year some of them are going through tough times that they don't talk about nobody knows only they know what they're going through so Mm -hmm. don't get it twisted and think oh well my marriage is not like that or my relationship is not like that them not go on holiday like three times a year must be nice uh we can barely afford (laughs) a trip to Bournemouth you know and you're thinking yeah maybe I'm in the wrong relationship like just work yeah. it out you know focus on things that matter you get what i mean focus on things that matter and that's what that's what makes marriage work you know i agree i agree it's definitely like you like we said what influences people definitely social media is social media man you see that one it has this good and it's bad i feel like to be honest social media has proper like ruin people's mindsets though because like yeah. you said if you're seeing uh a marriage you're not no one's thinking about the long term well no no not everyone a lot of people are not thinking about the long term they're thinking about all the stuff that comes in marriage that they get to enjoy all of this and that they not they didn't sign up for that that's why they don't they didn't they didn't think this is what i'm saying like forever you do not need to rush into it i feel like if you plan to be with this person forever make sure you know each other at least mm. you see these people that rush in i'm not saying you can't marry someone after whatever works for you in it but me personally i will not be marrying someone like in like six months you see your hair some pe- and some people have success stories from that at the end of the day but just for me personally i don't know you in six months at all if from time you say you don't know someone even in marriage wh- why would i want to marry someone that i've only known for six months it's not enough i do not know you i'm so sorry like not even a little bit i at least want to know you to a certain degree and can i ask you a question quickly yeah you see character hmm. well, me and my mom always discuss it do you think someone's character can change obviously people people can change in life like people if, even if they have a negative trait they can sometimes work on it but you see someone's character would that ever change i, I when i say, when i talk about character i think in my opinion your character is who you are yeah. that is the your base the basis of your personality for example i'm a very considered someone that likes to i'm a very reserved person that is my character yeah that cannot change now there are certain behaviors that can change if i'm in a social environment i have to adapt so my behavior yeah. at that point i can come across loud i can come across like a yeah. really social person because i'm in that environment but after all after all the lights are out i have to reserve i'll go back to my character and i think that's what character yeah. is it's just the basis of who you are that is the basis of your personality so i don't think people's character can change i think things can affect your behavior Mm-hmm. that could overshadow what your character is you know what i mean so yeah. for example let's say um i lost my job 
yeah, I get yeah, depressed yeah. and I start drinking. My behavior would change. My character yeah, yeah. is still the same. I'm still the same person. Yeah. But because of the situation I'm going through, that could alter my behavior. And you could think that that's my, if you don't know me, you can make a judgment that that is my character. You get what I mean? So yeah. that's the way I, that's the way I personally look at it. I don't think people's character change changes, but I think people's behaviors can change. Depending. Yeah. Depending you know, on yeah. Me and my mom always have this conversation about character and character scares me that in a sense of, you see like we date some people and they've got particular character traits yeah. and stuff. And we're like, and then some people are like, oh no, but they only like this because I'm dating them. And then you see kind of potential in them for like in marriage, they might change this. But I just feel like it's never going to change. I, I don't know. It scares me. Like, if you know some people, you can actually be like, oh, he's very, what's, I can't think of a negative character trait. Like, you see that like, some people got like bad anger, like they got yeah. bad anger. Obviously, anger management and stuff can work on it, but you still got that anger trait. Like, you can, obviously, you can work on it, but like, you see that like, some people are like, no, he's not always going to be like that. This will change in marriage and they still go ahead with it. And then it comes back out. Should that have been a thing where you're like, no, you knew that weren't going to change? Or should you actually believe that they could actually change that like, completely? I think, I think you should believe what people show you. Yeah, and I yeah. think you should take people at face value. Like, don't, right now. don't mm-hmm. put in your head that somebody might change. Mm-hmm. Rather think about what if they don't change? You know exactly. what I mean? So what if they don't change? Can I still live with that person? You see somebody getting angry and breaking everything in the house. Don't think he might change. Think in five years time, if he doesn't change, can I live with this? Like, can I mindset. put up with this person? Because you have to think about it. Like marriage gives people security because it's almost like you're entering a room and the door closes behind you. And both of you have to figure out, figure things out in that room. Now people have the mindset of, well, we're now in this room. We're married now. It's difficult for you to go out. Like, yeah. you're not just going to walk out. <laughs> like, you're not just going to walk out. So I can get away with more things than I did when we were in a relationship. So somebody that's getting angry and shouting at you when you were dating, that's toxic. If you're now in a space where he feels like you really cannot get out, he'll probably try to smack you just because yeah. he knows he can. Like, well, you might leave, but like, you're not really going to leave just like that. You're gonna, yeah, you're gonna try. And people, I feel like embarrassment as well will make people stay longer than they need to as well. Exactly. You see, like, especially if people are telling you this person was like this, you will stay there and like, endure it more because you're like, nah, exactly. I can't deal with the shame, like, yeah. of going yeah. to tell people they told you so. This is why people need to not come with that energy anyway. You're right, people around you will not be like, I told you so in it. You'll just support them. But I do feel like people have that fear in it when they're like, I did tell you. Yeah. Yeah. You still went and done so, it anyway, do you know what I mean? I, I don't think, I think trying to change, trying to think or having the mindset that someone is going to change, I think that's a dangerous game to play. Don't get wrong, they might change. Anybody's capable of changing, but sometimes don't let it be on your watch. Isn't it? If they're going to change, let them change in their own time. When they yeah. figure it out, then yeah, cool. But none of this, or somebody's, somebody slaps you when you're in a relationship and you think, yeah, they're going to change. Because bro, <laughs> If it's a slap in a yeah. relationship, it's going to be a punch when you get into marriage. I'm telling exactly. you. Exactly. Because it, it doesn't get, if anything, marriage just exposes people a lot more. Yeah. Like you just start seeing people's true character a greater deal. Like, because in marriage, it's like you're at home, you're comfortable. Where we can be ourselves the most is in our houses. When yeah. you get home, you can put your clothes anywhere. You can, Chop things anywhere. You can put your shoes anywhere. Put your feet up wherever you want to wear. It's the same principle that applies to marriage. When you're in marriage, you feel at home. So therefore, when you're comfortable, your true character starts showing. You know? So, and I mean, that's why Christians would say, you need to pray hard before you get married. (laughs) Yeah. Because you, you don't know. Because people can also fake it. Another thing, people can fake a character that they think that this person wants like would like both men and women a woman can act like she's the most godly human being she's a saint she doesn't do anything and yeah. then after she gets married boy true colors come out in it you did not marry it's true people do need to have a relationship with god and li- honestly listen to him and just nah he needs to he needs to guide you your steps man i'm so yeah. sorry that he does because there's nothing worse than being married to the wrong person like there that is. must be hell for some people. And so many people, like not even so many, I'm going to say, people must be in that situation. And it's just like, 
It's nothing for us. Like, because I think, I personally, I I think emotional pain is probably the, it's probably the worst pain we can feel like as human beings, because if you're feeling physical pain, you know, you can see it, you can probably handle it. Like emotional pain is like something you can't feel like you can't, that's internal yeah that's that's you you would not be able to concentrate at anything and if you are with the if you're in the wrong marriage more times i know you're probably even going to try to fight for it trying to make it work and so you're putting into energy into something that might not even bring any positive result you will just be drained tired you won't be able to focus on your goals your career your aspirations yeah exactly you lose yourself work will be like insane like it's 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 mad the decision to get married is is not one that anyone should take likely like don't get it twisted all oh, this hollywood movie that trying that's to make you look like <laughs> that's like, what it is you know happily happily ever after the concept of it has gone over people's heads that's what people go into marriage that like, i just want to live happily ever after wear my wedding dress i think that's where that's as far that's where it ends no one thinks beyond that i feel like everyone just sees when you go on Instagram, you're good. I'm not gonna lie, especially on my timeline. I'm not gonna lie, at least one time a week. <laughs> I said yes. It's a, literally, or you're seeing a bridal shower, a baby shower, and it almost rushes you. Like you want to be part of it. Like you want to be like, when when is it gonna be my turn? Like you, you almost feel pressured. Like, but this is what I say. You just need to be. Yeah, I feel like th- this is where self love comes into. Now I feel like you need to love yourself and be happy with where you are in your journey. Yeah, and then you won't be hoping for someone else's life and you'll just be thinking now when it's my time i won't have to settle because when you start rushing and doing it for the wrong reasons because everyone else is in that's when you start settling yeah and your marriage is not gonna last so we we talked about counseling like last time i think that is so key like having premarital counseling and i believe strongly in even before you get married invest in yourself in the sense that get knowledge like speak with other married people speak with experienced married people yes you don't have to it's not that you're going to live out their own experience because everyone has different journeys but you might get one or two nuggets there are things you need to be able to do there are skills you you that is good to have before getting in Mm -hmm. um even if you only know the theory because once you start going through it it makes it would make sense you know what i mean it it would make sense like there are certain things like i i learned though i was told you know, that, that made sense. Like things like what you would not accept, don't accept it regardless of the circumstance. Mm. Know what you would not tolerate. And regardless what happens, stand your ground. No. Mm. Don't compromise and say, okay, she was, she did it once she won't do it again. Cause once she does it, like more than once she does it twice, it becomes a habit and you will struggle to get rid of it. And mm. it didn't make sense to me at the time. I was like, why would she want to do that? See, you know, like you like, see that. Why would yeah. she want to do that if I tell her not to do something once? Come on, logic should say that. If I tell her I don't like it, then logic should say that I won't do it again. But that's the thing about marriage. Like these things keep happening because everyone is used to being who they are from their respective background. So yes. she's used to certain things. I'm used to certain things. So there are certain things I just come and do because it's the norm to me and to her it's bloody annoying. You know, and she has to stand the ground and say, you know what, don't do that. And that's likewise. And that's how you start to find your boundaries and you start to find your do's and, you, and your don'ts. But it takes, it's not always as automatic as in like, I don't like you doing that and the person stops. Because remember, it's a habit for them. So it's something they keep doing yeah. and it's going to take time to get rid of that habit. Because you have to unlearn, when you get married, you have to unlearn so many things because not everything you've picked up in your whole life is going to be beneficial to that marriage. So you have to unlearn certain behaviors, certain habits that you're used to. And yeah. I mean, that's all, that's all part of the fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's all, that's it's, what your uncle said that though. Well, your uncle said it's true though, because what you do allow will continue. Exactly. But it's easier, like you said, it's easier said than done because everyone's always like, what you like, we, like, we love to say it to each other, like what you allow will continue. But when you're actually in a situation, sometimes you don't want to pull people up. But yeah. like you said, I feel like your uncle's advising you. You should be putting people up there because it's just going to keep happening. Because sometimes you don't, you don't want, you don't want stress. Like you don't want, mm-hmm. especially like someone like me. I won't say I'm the most co- confrontational person in the world. I like peace. I just like everything mellow, everything good. Let's just vibes. Like I, I'm not like, I don't like trouble. 
Dana. You know? Yeah, So it's sometimes it's easy to just let certain things slide, but I learned quickly like don't let everything slide. There are some times where you have to put your foot down, otherwise people just like my even yes, she's my wife and she loves me undoubtedly, but she will walk over me. She'll walk all over me if you allow certain things and vice versa. If you allow a man to just get away with everything, he will walk all over you. And it doesn't mean they don't love you. It's just as human beings, when we are given the permission to People keep going, we yeah. just, we just keep doing what we're doing. So like little things like that is like, you have to learn and I've learned to pick my battles. And I was, I was saying this to you, there are certain things you just let slide. You don't, this doesn't even need to be mentioned. You see it, you walk past it. Like nothing happened. You saw it. But there's no need to bring it up. You might even <laughs> laugh about it. Like it's not worth it's not worth the argument. It's not worth the debate. There are certain things you like. Well, okay, let's talk about it. Why did this happen? You know. Mm. Once again, it's not maybe not really a big deal. And there are certain things that's a big deal to you. And you're like this is not on. Even if it leads to argument, yes, let's argue out. But you would know that I'm not having this. Not and I'll, I'll rather that, you know, because I yeah. really don't like people that do this, you know, like they don't say nothing. And then one day they'll just be like, no, you keep doing it. No, listen, if you do not tell me at a time, you see that like, even me, I learned this as well. Like you see that like, you certain stuff piss you off, like you said, and you're not saying nothing. And then it keeps happening. And then you're going to explode one day because your cup is full. Yeah. But it's like, you need to give that person a time to, a chance to try and, rectify that behavior me just switching on you one day like oh I've t like you keep doing this is that they might not even be aware they're doing it so i need to get, pull them up and give them a chance to fix up do you know what i mean mm, yeah. i'm gonna just switch on them one day because i've been bottling up like i'm and gonna say but... that's something i had to learn like because like yeah. i said i don't like i don't like drama like that so yeah. that's everything i'm okay you know what i don't like it like or something i don't even say anything somebody just goes silent which is just dumb um and after a while when it keeps happening and I just be like, why do you keep doing that? And she goes, what do you mean why I keep doing it? When did I do it? Because she didn't know. Because yeah, exactly. we like to think that we, people can read our minds. Although we know mm -hmm. that they can't, we like to think that people can read our minds. But no one can read your mind. Say what you feel. And that is something I had to learn. Like, Because <laughs> I've never really been in a position where I've, I'm like, I have to say what I feel. If you get what I mean? Like, if I feel it, yeah. sometimes I just, it is what it is. I just remove myself from the situation. Well, obviously, you're married. I'm married. I can't, re I can't just remove myself from the situation. I am in the situation. So, yeah. um, I, I had to learn the art of saying when I'm not happy with something. And it doesn't, sometimes it leads to arguments. Sometimes, oh, I did that. I didn't even realize I was doing that. Sorry about it. We keep it pushing. You know, and those are the little things that, you have to learn. Of course, it helps if you manage all of that before getting into marriage. You cannot figure everything out. That's yeah. what we were talking about last week. You can't figure everything out. But as best as you can, learn these things and you know, try, try to work out. Marriage can be fun. I don't dispute that. Marriage can be fun. Um, but at the same time, you have to work hard for the marriage you want. That's what mm -hmm. I always say. You have to work hard for the marriage you want. If it's not, it's not an automatic thing and it's definitely not an entitlement. I see people post on social media, this is how I'm going to be with somebody's son. Um, I can't wait to have they somebody. They love that one. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be with somebody's son. No, they you love know, that I one. I feel like this with somebody's son. Boy. Leave them, boy, because this is, what, this is when reality kicks in and then people start realizing that social media wasn't real life. You're going to have to, you either, sometimes you got to learn the hard way that social media in life. Nah, social media. And just to go back to what you were saying about, um, about the way um, you pull, you had to address certain things. I do feel like people need to have effective communication as well. I feel like that's when the drama will come. Like, imagine you just come, I don't like the way that you've been flipping it. Like, if you come with me with that energy, we are going to argue. But if you literally come from a nice, a kind place, you know some people are actually genuinely like, babe, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, I didn't like the way you was doing this. Because people just act like people argue with them randomly. If you come with some good, positive energy and try and pull me up about something, I'm going to be more accommodating and try and fix it if you come with some i'm gonna be on the defensive like who are you talking and, to this, and this is a good point once again people coming from different backgrounds so i'll give you another one of my experiences like being married to my wife so my wife is the first child right she's got siblings mm. she was more like the mother of her house like of course her mom's like that but yeah. she takes control so she's used to being in charge like she's used to like just yeah. telling people what to do. So when we got married, she would be like, Josh, 
go do that. It's not even so much what she's saying or what she's asking. It's the tone. And in my mind, I'm thinking, who do you think yeah. you're talking to? Like, <laughs> like, so all of a sudden I get defensive because I'm like, no, bro, yeah. you're not going to be bossing me about. You know what I mean? Like, watch your tone. She was like, what are you talking about? I'm just asking you to do something. I was like, no, you, you're not yeah. my mom. Don't talk to me in that manner. Like, watch your tone when you're talking. And it's just those little differences. Like, she's not yeah. doing it intentionally. She's not, like, doing exactly, it because she's exactly. about. It's just what she's used to. She's used to. And, yes. and that's another thing about marriage. And for me, my biggest lesson is accepting differences and working on differences. People talk a lot about being compatible. I can't marry somebody that's not compatible. Yeah, that's fair. Don't marry someone that's compatible. But I think differences that are not worked out will ruin a marriage quicker than compatibility. Mm-hmm. You have to be, you have to work out your differences because regardless who you marry, regardless how amazing they are, they're going to have certain differences. And if you don't balance out the differences, you're going to be so unhappy. Like if you don't work out the differences and learn to work together as a team, irrespective of your different nature, your different, your whatever differences you have, you, you're going to struggle. And yeah. that's, that's, a, that's a key. That's such a key thing that I, I learned because my wife and I, we're different in many ways. And one way that, that we've, we've learned to work together in this, in this particular area is decision-making, which is key. If you're married, you have to make decisions together. My wife is a type that if she feels something, she want to do it. She's impulsive. Oh, that's my, wife, my wife would be like, babe, let's paint the house. Okay. And I'm, when it comes to decisions, I'm the kind of person that thinks through everything. So my question is, have you got money? <laughs> and then she keeps quiet. The logical. Yeah, I'm the logical one. Like, she's just, yeah. hey, she's emotional. Like, oh, babe, I want to do this. Let's go do this. <laughs> yeah, but this, this, this. So the thing was, she wants things done immediately. I want to think, I want to think through things. So if I tell her when she goes, babe, let's do something. I was like, let me think about it. She's like, what, you, what? She, she doesn't get it. Like, what are you thinking about? That's me, you know, like, what, what's I feel that's a, a lot of females, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like, she's like, what, what, what's there to think about? Just give me a yes or no now. Like, no, I want to go and think about it. But over time, and this is where accepting differences comes into play. We realized how much our differences complement one another. And how yeah. we can get things done effectively, you know, cool. We want to paint the house. All right. I agree. Let's paint the house. At the same time, let's work out where this money is going to come from. You know, where are we painting? Do we have to do everything at once? Can we do some now and do some later so that we're cool? And when we work together like that, it's just such a beautiful thing. Like, you know, obviously we still have our little disagreements when she wants things done <laughs> now. And there are times where, and this is where compromise is important. There are times where I have to say, you know what, cool, let's just go ahead and do it. Not because I, I want to, but because I think it's not going to be any damage if we didn't. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, and that's where you have to like think through certain things. And those things are skills you have to pick up. Those are like little, I want to say life skills, but yeah, they're kind of life skills because you need to have that kind of mentality in everything. But those are little things that you have to pick up and differences when worked out can complement each other so much. You know, the worst thing you can do is not accept the differences and trying to change somebody in marriage. Mm-hmm. That just is just hell. That's so dope, man. I feel like, yeah, you definitely need someone that balances you out. Yeah. I am like, when you're describing what that is, I'm, I'm such an irrational person. Like, it's such a, but it's not always a good thing. So I need someone to literally be like, no. Yeah. Like, if I think something now, literally, I make decisions and I'm like, oh shit, I weren't thinking. Like everyone would say, my family, my mom's always like, no, you need to think, relax. Like, I don't relax. Like, if I need to do something, I'm going to do it and then I'll regret it tomorrow. So but, like... But that's, a, that, for me, that's the thing though, because neither are bad. It's a yeah, good, it's good, it's good, it's good, it's good part. But sometimes you do need to think about the bigger picture. Like, is, how is this going to affect yeah, you? Finding a balance. Is, you, yeah, you need, that's what I'm saying. I need, I need someone that balances me out. And I do feel like a lot of females well even a lot of the females around me they're very much the same very emotional they're like they act on right now whereas a guy will be like, no you need to think have you have you deep it have you deep it and at the time you're like oh what the fuck man sorry <laughs> you're like what the hell you're like literally what like what is wrong with you and i hate stuff that take long i'm so like that's one of my traits i always say is negative i am the most impatient person ever so if you're telling me like no way is that like, what no yeah. Like, no. That's like, even when it comes to holidays as well. Like, that's a big thing for me. I love traveling and I don't think about, like, 
am I going to have savings? I'm like, no, I'm a person that's like, no, but we need, we only live once and I want to yeah, live for right wife. now and I want to go on holiday now. Yeah, but then <laughs> my partner will be like, oh, but think about the bigger picture. Like, shouldn't we save for this and then make sure that no, <laughs> let's go on holiday now though. That's my wife. But I think you're right. Like, it's not every time that you need to just go on holiday because sometimes you do need to think about the bigger picture. Can you afford it? Like, you can afford it right now, but in three months time, can you though? So you're right. Like, it needs to balance out, man. That's a yeah, big yeah, thing I've learned along my journey, mum. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, like I said, marriage, marriage can be dope. It's just going back to, I mean, where we started. It's like, you have to think deeply, though. Why are you getting married? Is mm-hmm. it out of pressure, which was what we were saying last week? Is it because you feel like I'm getting older and I'm just going to, I found something. It's not really what I want, but, you know, it's okay. It will do. Like, and then you're trying to get married because you think you're running out of time. Are you just following social media because everyone is getting married you know, it looks dope to be married. You can say, oh, you can show up those diamonds and you're like, all right, cool. You want to get married? Like, why are you getting married? Are you ready for marriage? And that's a, I think that's a question you need to ask yourself. Are you, are you ready for marriage? Are you matured emotionally, spiritually, mentally to deal with this thing? Because it's not kid's play. It's not like, it's not, it's not a child's play. And the thing, it doesn't even matter how much, like you said in the beginning, you could you could love somebody, but they're still not right for you to marry. They're still not the right person for you to marry, you know. So I think because marriage is an entirely diff, it's an entirely different bargain, and that's why it's important to to speak with people, seek seek counsel before before you get into it. But yeah, you know, parents. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. thinking about this today. Yeah, and you see, parents. I feel like. A lot of people always say they feel pressure by family members. You know, like, even when they treat on the timeline, mm. they're like, oh, no, the aunties and the parties are always like, when are you getting married? When will you marry? And all of this. But you know, what? actually, deep, I think it's because our parents got married so young, you know. I actually feel that that's why they, when we get to their age, they're thinking like, oh, you're getting old. But I actually don't feel like they do it on purpose. Like, like you said, this is the behavior they learned. Like, it's hard to unlearn. And my, well, my mom, I feel, well, my mom, my mom was married when I was this age, obviously. But I thought they tried, well, my mom, actually, I'm never going to use my mom as an example. My mom doesn't pressure me to get married at all, actually. She's the total opposite. But my aunties will be like, well, you got a baby. Like, what, when? When will it happen for you? But it's like, <laughs> it's, I feel like in their world, they, number one, they didn't want you to get married out of wedlock for starters, do you know what I mean? So the fact that I'm even ha- have a baby, they're like, nah, come on. This is not the correct way to do things. But I actually feel like they're just putting their lifestyles on us. That's why I, they don't pressure me no more, but I actually couldn't care less. I don't want to hear it either. You know, I want, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this out there. I don't actually think this might not even be right. But I think it's the people whose marriages are not great that pushes other people to get married because misery loves mm. company. People in good marriage that know their marriage is dope, they don't force young people to get married because they'd be like, you know, just marry in your own time. Just you make sure you find the right person. And stuff, it? Yeah. yeah. But people whose marriage are like hell, those are the ones that are always pushing people to get married. Because you know, like, why you so, experience why you so the same thing. <laughs> you why you so the same thing as them. That's what, that's what I think. It might not be right, but that's, that, that's, that's what I think. That's and true though. <laughs> something I just thought about while you were talking about parents. And I've heard some adults say this to young people. And they always say that, you know, they, sometimes they're trying, to, they're trying to force someone on you and a young person, like an example, like this girl's dating this guy. I say girl because more times I know it's always the girl that's been pushed. Um, mm-hmm. So this girl's dating this guy. She's not 100% sure, you know, like in terms of feelings, not, not, not the guy himself, but the guy comes across as a good guy. But you know, when sometimes you can meet someone that's good, but you're not really like... You know, yeah. that chemistry, that connection is not there, but you know they're a good person. And you're trying to feel it out to see if something is actually going to come up. And you would always hear an adult say, ah, oh, you know, all these feelings, don't worry about it. It will happen later on. Just... <laughs> no, you see that don't, one. No. Don't worry about it. It would, it, would, it would happen later on. But after I got married, after I got married, I understood where they were coming from. I don't agree with it. But I understood where they're coming from because like we're saying, in marriage, those feelings don't really matter. You get what I mean? Because they wash off after a while. The kind of love you feel in marriage is different from what you feel yeah. when you were dating. It's a much more matured love out of practicality, out of the fact that you're responsible, <laughs> not out of so the fact that you're good. From, yeah. Their so delivery you, might be off, but they, they know what they, they know. From what an angle that all this thing you're, you're, 
being like think is important now in the when you get married it's not the most important thing trust me like all these feelings that you say oh butterfly i need to be connected to him all of that is going to wash away and that is true you know that is true i'm not saying you wouldn't have feelings in marriage i'm saying that type of feeling you had when you were dating it's not the same you're going to have in marriage because in marriage bro chemistry or no chemistry if you can't pay the bills no girl's looking to be smiling with you too tough (laughs) (laughs) like you can have all the chemistry you want to have but if you're behind on rent and we're getting notice of being kicked out (laughs) you're getting notice of being kicked out trust me those chemistry and vibes don't matter so yeah yeah, it's one it's one of them ones (laughs) obviously the key thing is get married to the right person for the right reason and just take your time there's no there's no rush in this thing it's forever take your time thanks for tuning in guys our podcast episodes go live every monday at 8pm you can catch us on spotify anchor or apple music see you next week